When it comes to hard work, there's one important rule. Pick the right tool for the right job. That's why Chevy offers a family of Silverado pickup trucks designed just for the job. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. Seamus Toomey joins us from Block Club Chicago. We call this extremely local news, and it's a pretty uh, big area of the city, though, that's going to be affected by this new deal uh, that will ticket cars and, uh, what is it, bike lanes and also bus lanes, Seamus? That's right, Bob. Um, this is really targeting uh, folks that park in downtown uh uh, bike and bus lanes, um, delivery drivers are some of the, the bigger culprits, but I know we've all seen uh, just about everyone uh, sort of ignore those uh, those bike lanes and those uh, red bus lanes downtown. Um, the area is going to be from uh, North Avenue to, Rose of, uh, to Roosevelt on the south and Ashland to the lake. So pretty much uh, the entire downtown area is going to be part of this pilot program. Um, they say it's going to start uh, sometime around this summer and uh, the way it works is they've been putting for the past year cameras on CTA buses and other city vehicles um, that will uh, just automatically uh, take pictures of people parking in the bus lanes and then um, hmm. they'll send a ticket to uh, whoever the car is registered to. The The first month is just going to be warnings but after 30 days they're going to they're gonna start sending real fines which they say are could be anywhere from 60 bucks to 200 150 bucks. So I'm not exactly sure what the threshold is, but I would imagine if you're a repeat offender, they probably start climbing pretty quickly. That's pretty sneaky. They figured out a way to do it with automated cameras, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, that's right. The uh, the <laughs> you don't need to just wait for a uh, a meter maid or whatever they call them nowadays. Uh, <laughs> to, to catch you, yeah. So uh, w- watch out. Don't park in the bike. Don't park in the bike lanes. Uh, we've got some uh, Fulton Market news from the West Loop. What's going on? I know you and I always like to catch up on uh, what huge building is going up in the Fulton Market area. Um, this one, uh, this one was originally supposed to be they're calling it a life science building, um, where it's going to be a, a research hub where scientists could go and rent lab space and uh, would be job training as well. Uh, they really sold the neighbors on this um, for the past couple years. This is at. 400 North Elizabeth, which is uh, basically Hubbard and Ogden, so really sort of on the far west side of uh, the West Loop. But um, they kind of pulled a switch on the neighbors this week uh, at a meeting. They said, uh, yeah, the Life Sciences building, uh, it's not ready for prime time. We're going to build apartment towers instead. So um, the neighbors were neighbors were uh, a little honked off about it because they've been working to scale this thing down, and all of a sudden now it's two, I would say about 30-story apartment buildings, and I'm sure they're going to be uh, luxury. It's going to be about 700 uh, different units. And uh, I I just remain amazed at uh, just the sort of the the boom going out out there where, you know, so many places around town – don't get this and then but uh the west mm-hmm. loop and fulton market uh every other day there's a 40-story building going up and enough people to spend you know whatever three thousand dollars a month to live there <laughs> they just need a few more parking spaces there don't they oh my gosh yes so I, I i could i could speak for hours about what a nightmare it is to to try to park uh that's probably why people park in the bus lanes and the bike lanes yeah, because exactly. th- there's no real spots yeah <laughs> 
I'm fascinated by this story because every time I've driven uh, up Lincoln Avenue past the Diplomat, you know, I wonder uh, it's still it's still open. Who stays there? Uh, what's happening to that that hotel yeah. or motel? Actually, <laughs> yeah, the Diplomat Hotel. Um, this is at 5230 North Lincoln. Um, uh, we, you know, one of those 14 hotels that went up and uh, uh, they called it Motel Row in the 40s and 50s when uh, before the Edens and the Kennedy really made it sort of obsolete. Um, it's still there. It's mostly used um, uh, for people sort of down on their luck at this point. And the city is uh, working on a plan to formalize that. The city was going to uh, buy the diplomat and turn it into 40 rooms. They're calling it transitional housing, but uh, they would it would be more than just housing. They would have some mental health services and some medical care on site as well, and really targeting people that are um, between between uh, between apartments and just trying to get back on their feet. So this plan's been kicking around for a while. It's it's about a three million dollar project coming from uh, city funds. So they're uh, they've got a meeting tonight, uh, six p.m. at Swedish Covenant Hospital to uh, to brief neighbors on what's going on. But uh, yeah, you know, of those fourteen motels, um, nine of them are still actually f- uh, functioning. But um, if anyone has driven down Lincoln Avenue on the north side, you you know this is uh, there. It's far. From from their uh, from their uh, 40s and 50s heyday, a lot of these yeah. places are pretty run down, and usually just the uh, the neon signs on some of them are the only things that remain. Yeah, I guess as you say, before the expressway back in the day, people would use Lincoln Avenue and they'd be driving to Milwaukee and back, and so there would be some good business for those uh, hotels and motels. I, I love this story of the Chicago cabbie who may have hit the big time. Tell us about this. Oh yeah, this is I think my favorite story of the day. There's a uh, a Chicago cabbie by the name of Jack Clark, and um, he uh, in the '90s, I would say he he started writing this pulp fiction novel about a uh, a Chicago cabbie who who didn't want to get involved, but he saw so many people he knew getting killed by a serial killer, so he he jumps into action and uh, and helps work on the case. Um, it's called Nobody's Angel, and Jack used to hand it out to his uh, his 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 uh, rides in his car. You know, here here's a copy of my book. It kicked around for a while. But out of nowhere, uh, Quentin Tarantino named it as one of his favorite books <laughs> of the year uh, in a in a write up that, that Amazon does on their in their book section. And um, once Tarantino uh, raved about it, uh, Jack said he's been just selling these faster than ever before. He actually just sold the the rights to a publishing company, uh, which is going to do a reprint of it um, in two weeks. So it's going to Nobody's Angel is going to be back. It's it's been around for a while, but um, uh, you know, I, we don't know how Tarantino actually got a hold of this book. Either does the author himself. But he's hmm. saying, uh, "Thank you so much for the uh, for the kind words." Uh, Nobody's Angel is uh, is uh, selling out again. So uh, I've not read it yet, but I'm going to get a new copy of it, I think, and uh, and check it out. See how it ends. I won't ruin it. Yeah, I think a lot of people will. Thank you, Seamus Toomey. Have a good day. Thanks, Bob.